Late in 1895, Wilhelm Conrad Röntgen first noticed the strange effect which led to the announcement of his discovery of X-ray. X-ray. They remained a mystery even to the scientists. That is how they got their name. X for the unknown. Oh, he's a radiology tech. Oh, wow. Like, oh, oh, that's cool. Snap. I'm finding the urge to not go. Shout out to Endo. I, I got to stop doing shout outs. <laughs> Where's the telemicrus, bro? Is the tube out of x-rays? Yeah. What's going on? Why don't you test these BE tips out for us? Just, Bruh. Just, <laughs> yes. Wow. What? Dang, that's a double whammy. I was like, yeah. Twerk the histogram. <laughs> I got to shoot x-rays. Well, what if Longhorn is trying say, to email us right now for a sponsorship? Is, Did yeah. make you go repeat the x-rays for him? No. Oh, no. Shout out to Bronx and ERCPs. <laughs> We're all radiologic technologists. Welcome back, catheter jockeys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shout out to Bronx Endos. And today, OR. We're talking about a little bit of OR, one of my favorite areas. Today, we've got who's in the building? We got John. How you doing, hey, man? Everyone, how we pretty good. How's everyone else doing? I always love your intros. You're always like cool, calm, collective. I dig it. We got Eddie. I got nothing but hi. Hello, hello, Eddie. Always a, How's a wild everybody one. doing? I'm doing good, man. And today, because we're covering one of my favorite topics, OR. Spent a lot of time there. We have a special guest, Geneva. Geneva in the building. What's happening? Hi. How are you? Not too shabby. I'm really excited to be talking to you. Thanks for giving us your time. I, I'm looking at your resume here, and it looks like you've got <laughs> 20 years of OR experience. Um, you're an OR expert. And <laughs> I'm making that all up. <laughs> they all gave me a look. Like, Patrick, can we lie on this thing? Yeah, sure. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, you know, Sincerely, thanks so much for coming with us tonight. This is cool. Uh, yeah, no problem. I wasn't sure if I should say it. Um, Roosevelt's not here today. I've got a, unfortunately, I've got a note from his doctor. This isn't HIPAA. So don't like freak out. He wanted everyone to know that he's got toxic megacolon and he's not gonna be able to make it in today. He regrets he's doing fine. He's okay. Again, he gave me permission to say that. So he's all good. No worries. I I, I figured it was either he got crapped on again or he's (laughs) the one crapping on himself. In another, <laughs> Sometimes if you get it also on, has leaky colon. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Poor Rose is going through it, man. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I remember when he shared that story of him getting pooped on and he didn't I mean it's a stressful situation for sure. <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know why he's not doing this from the bathroom. <laughs> I know. We have the technology. <laughs> both ends. We have the technology. Yeah. We have the technology, but we'll cut on some slack. I get it. it I mean, we could edit out the toilet flushes. Yeah, <laughs> We Real can do it. Sound effects. There's a filter for that. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to read one of our reviews. I know for sure on Apple podcasts, you can rate and review. Now the reviews and ratings, they help us out a lot because if you're going through podcasts and that podcast has no reviews or one review, you're like, Psh, it's probably some dude in his garage, like yelling about who knows what, but we're like, we're getting up there. We got 50 something reviews. And if you leave a good review or honestly, if you leave any review, there's a matter of time where we're just going to, we're going to actually read your review. So if you want to be on a podcast that is broadcasting around the entire world has millions, 
maybe hundreds of listeners. Leave us a review on definitely on Apple Podcasts. I know you can do it. On, if you're only doing Spotify, hey, leave us a, leave us a rating. Um, for some reason, only the five star button is working right now on Spotify. Four and below doesn't work, so just hit that five. Um, I'm gonna read this one from Rad Little Tara. I'm finishing up my first semester of my Rad Science program. I came across this podcast when looking for ones about X-ray techs. There were very few, and Rad Little Tara. You're right. There, that's why we created this. There's there's very, very little for, for X-ray talk. There's a million nursing podcasts. Go ahead and type in nurse into uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Chrome or iHeart. Don't rate those. No. Don't or you don't rate them. Give them a one. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she goes on to say, this one made me laugh and look forward to my future as a rad tech. P.S. I just finished learning slash testing on BEs and no, they were not in the brochure. Brochure, LOL. <laughs> they Rattle definitely Tara, were. Thank you so much not for the all. view. That's awesome. Congrats on uh, being an X-ray school. You just stepped into an amazing world where, listen, everyone here, we love it. It's an amazing gig. Um, yes. If you need any help on X-ray stuff, uh, send Roosevelt uh a DM on our Instagram, uh, catheter underscore jockeys that he'll answer any physics or radio bio questions you have. So also (laughs) if you listen to the first podcast, we go over what happens in school and that was definitely covered in there. Nice. Good, good throwback. (laughs) So if you're just discovering us, I mean, this is probably the best episode ever so far. We're only a few minutes in. Uh, it's weird. It's it's weird. Roosevelt wasn't. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it because Roosevelt? I don't know. <laughs> I think I don't know. I mean, you made that observation. I don't want to have to deal with Roosevelt when he hears this. Oh crap! I'm so sorry. <laughs> this definitely has to make the edit. We, we, we miss you, we John's. Miss you. I'm looking at John's face right now. He doesn't seem like he's kidding. There's some animosity there. So he uh, said he wanted a female voice in it. <laughs> there we go. All right. Rad little Tara, you rock. Thanks so much for leaving a review. So this is one of my favorite topics because I am fascinated by OR. It's a super unique environment in that at times there's, there's a lot at stake, you know, you know, I don't know if you've ever had surgery, but if you're there as a patient, it's usually an intense situation, at least you're scared, nervous, you know, hoping to get some relief if it's something not super urgent. But for me, OR, I mean, I haven't always loved it. I was scared like completely by it initially when I was, when I, when I was younger and starting out, but I want to know. Oh, I was uh, definitely terrified. I think some people start out terrified and they never escape that fear. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're, they're, just sort of always because there's a lot at stake. There's the patients under anesthesia, the surgeons, they deal with stress in different ways, some better than others. And we'll dive into all this. It's just, there was definitely a lot of curiosity though. That's so that brings me to my first topic. Do you, uh, we know we'll go with our guest Geneva. Do you remember your, sorry to put you on the spot. You're like, dang it. It's like when you're in class, you're like, no, why are you calling on me first? Do you remember picked first? <laughs> do you remember your very first OR experience? I do. I was a student. Um, one of the X-ray techs was showing me around the OR, and the first room that he walks me into, right when he opens the door, there's an open brain, 
like oh no way literally the doctor's doing something with this guy's brain and that was my very first experience so you walk in the room walk in the room and yeah somebody's head like craniotomy i think that's the proper term i think so yeah that must have been like an intense hospital like trauma one it was it was a cancer hospital, so they were oh, doing something. Oh wow! I have yeah. never seen that. I don't think I ever want to. Man, that's intense. Yeah. But it's crazy. <laughs> like you you mentioned the curiosity there, Eddie. Like for me, that's why I've always been fascinated by it because it's just you're just seeing stuff. Even if you're not even when I was up in OR, I would go poke my head into cases uh, that didn't even need X ray because it was just like, wow, that looks really really cool. Uh, John, <laughs> yeah, what was your? Do you remember your first OR experience? Very first or first memorable yeah, I one? Yeah, do actually. <clears throat> Go ahead, give it to me, man. Well, I, probably I'll do my very first one, and it was we. I was as a student, obviously. We went up to go do a cysto, and we this hospital I was at still very small was still using film, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this, and I didn't know what a cysto was, mm-hmm. and I'm with the tech and. She, basically hands me the cassette and says, all right, go put it in, in the, in the Bucky. And, and I'm like, what? Like it's completely covered, draped and everything. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, just, just walk over there. They're, you know, they'll help you out. Zero help. I was, (laughs) I go walk over and all I can remember is just fumbling my way through, put the cassette in there and take the picture come back i have to run the film and i'm pretty sure i well i want to say i either didn't do the right exposure or i put it in upside down and we had to retake the x-ray Ooh! Uh, and so it's film and you go into the processor and you have to run back and it was just it was definitely like one of the terrifying things as you <laughs> you're, you're all Supposed to, trying to be sterile, never done that before, and, and just so I I know being in a sterile situation. Yeah, this the sterile. I think that's sort of what amplifies it is that mm-hmm. if you really screw up, you can contaminate the whole procedure. That adds a whole completely different layer of I really better not screw up because if yeah. I do, I mean, I don't think I've ever done it. I mean, I don't know what they do. If I mean, if you legit like botch the, <laughs> if you were the, re- if no, you I X-ray contaminated a couple times. Oh, what I do mean, they do? You like, they just what? have to redrape. Oh wow! How they did that? Re-drape. I bet I've that felt great. Contaminated doctors too. <laughs> oh, the worst wow. is when you contaminate a doctor, then they have to totally re-sterile. Oh, and then I, they're so mad. <laughs> did you contaminate so the pissed. doctor, Geneva? I have. Yep. Would you do like Pulling give them a the high CRM five in the middle of a, of a procedure? Yeah. <laughs> Pulling the CRM. Good job I was on that so lab, Coley. Making sure I was in position, right? Wow. <laughs> and then the um, the not sterile part of the CRM bumped his arm, oh. and he had to redo his scrub. I was like, oh no. I'm sure he I was cool I was about it. it, but he didn't. Dang. Yeah, he w- he didn't yell at me. I was 100 chance he wasn't. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's rough. Oh bummer, Eddie. What about you? Do you remember your first time in OR? I do, and it's actually a reason why I don't do OR. Oh, bad experience right out the gate. It was uh, it was actually a my first time where actually I had a problem 
So sure. I actually have a problem with going to the OR. So the first time I actually had a problem, it was watching a bone marrow biopsy. Okay, yeah. That's an intense and procedure. When they cracked into the pelvis and you heard that sound, um, the tech that was training me turned and looked at me and they said I went white like a ghost. Oh, <laughs> no, Eddie. Yeah. And I started doing like a wobbly thing. <gasps> and they're like, you need to go sit down. And I was like, yeah, I think I need to sit down. I need Dang. to sit down. Uh, you were that guy, weren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> as much as I wanted to go to OR, I went to OR and I went to see a hip. Oh, and I don't know if anybody has ever seen a hip, but it's yeah. like a bloody massacre. So bad. Yeah. Um, and then the hammering. So I have this like this problem where I I feel for the patient. And even though they are out, like the cracking of the bone, just the, they're wide. I'm like, that could be me. That's me. <laughs> and I'm like, <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I've never passed out, but I've come so close so many times that we're just like, yeah, it's, there's no Wait, point so many times? Is it like every time you go into OR? Yeah. Yes. Like, hey, we got Pretty a port much. insertion yeah, in room two. You're like, oh, oh, oh. Now, granted, look, I do, I do IR, but it's all minor invasive. You know, like we're not cracking anybody's chest open. We're not splitting their abdomen open. You know, I'm like, I just, I, oh, I just, I catheter jockey. I'm like, yeah, you're just a catheter jockey. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Riding that catheter. So I remember distinctly my very first OR experience. It was. First semester, tagging along with an x-ray tech, slow day in x-ray. So they say, hey, come on in. And just walking into OR is an intimidating, like, you've got all these nurses. They're, they got all the scrubs on. Everything's sterile. They got booties, the whole nine. And the little that I knew about OR was from, you know, movies, TV shows like Grey's Anatomy. Shout out to Grey's Anatomy. Pretty good show. Started off strong. Got lame in the middle. I think it's good again. I don't know. Uh, so most of it was painted by TV and stuff. I stopped watching. And me too. And <laughs> and <laughs> I go in there. They were doing a hip. So I got I got the same exact visceral experience as you, Eddie. We got the hammering. We got the drilling. We got the whole nine. Like it's like a Home Depot up in there. And. What struck me is when you go, when I went into OR, my, my conception was that, oh, this is like super dialed in, um, precision execution of medical procedures. And this doctor was going to town on this hit. It was like, he was building a birdhouse. (laughs) He was just like, I don't like that angle. It just blew my mind. I was like, this is like me screwing up, you know, a DIY birdhouse at home. And it was just a jarring, jarring experience. Uh, (laughs) But one thing I learned when it comes to OR as an x-ray tech, you can always avoid it and you'll always suck at it. Or you can kind of take it head on and you're going to suck for the first two or three Four weeks. If you're like me, I'm, I'm a slow learner. I sucked for a good six to eight weeks. I went 
full, just like I got to get my, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I finally got good at it in a few years in, but that was kind of my mantra for a lot of stuff to where, yeah, it's going to really suck and I'm going to get yelled at. I'm going to get nervous. I'm going to screw up, but that passes. Everyone goes through that, but I saw the people that avoided it. They always sucked at OR. So they, me, I went for the, the bandaid approach, just like these next couple of weeks are going to suck. When OR c- comes across that caller ID, I'm going to be Johnny on the spot, but the folks that avoided it, they just spent a, a, a career just sucking at OR. So I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like you got to kind of tack it head on. Um, like, so Geneva, you said you spent like four years yeah. or so in, in, in OR were you, and I'm going to be completely honest. I was never one of those techs that really had a good understanding of the procedures. Like the good OR techs, they like, they know the screws yeah. going a little shallow on that spine or I knew my part of the procedure very, very well. I knew that, okay, if I'm doing a lap coley, they're just opening up or they're just getting the patient in the room. I got about, eh, I got about 10 minutes, 15 minutes before they're going to need me. So I knew my part very well, but I didn't know the whole procedure. And I realized in hindsight, like in order to be a great OR tech, you have to really understand the whole procedure, not just the part that pertains to you. Like, did you ever get to that like state where yeah i was very lucky that i had teachers that did explain everything to me yeah like a couple of my coworkers, they would take the time to be like okay this is what you're actually looking for this is what the doctor is going to want to see in a minute and yeah. this is how you're going to get to that part so i was always lucky in that way to where sure. i did start understanding why everything especially like with ercps that one was my favorite shout out so to you know ERCPs. yeah shout out to ercps <laughs> Yeah, those were my favorite because the doctors loved me because right, I was what's it, Wait, what's right it stand for? Spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. What's it stand for? Oh, my God. No, we got we have millions of people listening, I think, and probably 1% know what it actually stands for. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it stands um, for, John, get ready on the Google. Endo, I, I might embarrass myself here. Endoscopic retrograde cystopyelogram? Way off. I don't think it's no, I wasn't. No, it's not. No, it's no, it's cholangiogram. Oh my gosh, I was so wrong. Nope. No, it's not pyelogram either because that's kidneys. Cholangiopancreatography. Oh my gosh, I was like fifty percent wrong. Oh wow, that was horrible. The endoscopic part. I got the E right. Oh, that was horrible. All right, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. We got. <laughs> Cut that whole ass. That's what I give for inadvertently putting Janine on the spot. Oh man. So let me ask you this. <laughs> I spent my entire career in the OR. I, I always had a, a, a rotation every few weeks. For a couple years, I was the main OR tech for at least a few years, two, two, three years, something like that. My experience was such that they seem to be most surgeons, there's a lot of egos in the in the in the mm-hmm. OR. And when I was younger, I would take it really personal. But I had to put myself in the surgeon's shoes as x-ray techs at our level, even if you're amazing, like Eddie, Geneva, John, and myself. I don't think we can fully. <laughs> Extraordinary. I don't think. Well, <laughs> any more adjectives? <laughs> to, I don't think we totally can. Totally rad. 
I don't think we can totally fully appreciate the pressure they're under. Right. You've got somebody's brain open. If, if Patrick is the surgeon and he's got somebody's brain open, I'm not going to be necessarily like super happy. Go lucky. I'm going to be like, Hey, you better come in here prepared. And if you're not, I'm going to let you know promptly, but mm-hmm. that doesn't excuse that. There's a fine line in OR where, and I've seen surgeons cross it and I've been on the brunt end of that where they go from having a standard to, well, you're just being demeaning and disrespectful to me as a professional. And I don't know about you guys in OR, but like in anywhere else in my life, if I even think I've slighted you or messed up, I apologize. I'm just like, Hey, I'm sorry. I could have handled that better. And it's not disingenuous. It's like, hey, I genuinely feel bad. Like, hey, you know, I could have handled that better. In OR, unless I genuinely screwed up, I had a no apologies like protocol. Because especially if you're right out the gate, if you're like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, you know, the C arm hit the base of the 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 patient table. I never apologized, and you kind of have to just put on your tough, your mean face, and just take no prisoners because. I mean, I think if you are in that situation, you're like, oh, oh, you're fumbling around. Oh, oh, blah, blah, oh sorry, sorry. They're going to chew you up and spit you out. And oh, yeah. I had a surgeon that would throw things at people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I had a surgeon oh, that like- totally disrespected me as a woman and he made it clear that it was because I was a woman. Wow. In the middle that of a case. Was, that was the worst so one that, ever. Yeah, yep. those are. Not only was he bad about an x-ray text because he said a monkey could do our jobs, he he also was demeaning me as a woman. And I'm just like, no, I'm done with you. Let's go and give his name and medical record no. or his <laughs> medical no. license number. No, I'm kidding. No, that's no, that's where he's currently practicing. <clears throat> right. How did you handle that? It was my first case with him. Oof. So I didn't really know how he was. I don't know if he was joking or if he was being serious. Uh, um, but I was also with my boss at the time. He was laughing it off and I got really upset about that. So I kind of thought that he was just, that's just how he was. He was joking or whatever, but sure. I didn't like it. But I was more just like still being polite. And I was like, no, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, not- I'm very respectful. Wasn't like putting any, any more flames yeah. to the fire. Especially was, if you're in a case, did you have any words afterwards or just kind of left it at it as it was? No. No, I just let it go. I just looked at him very differently. Sure. Even if he was joking, that's highly inappropriate. And apparently he was like that with all the women in his cases. Yeah, there's a weird kind of... I learned later on that's how he was. Ego, power. Oh, yeah. I was actually telling Roosevelt, surgeons to me, and not all of them, because there are some really good surgeons, but I would say for the most part, they're baby divas. (laughs) Yes. Well, think about it. You're walking into a lot of princesses. You're walking into a room. Everyone is there to get you in and out as efficiently and prosperous. And that's where the fine line was where it's like, Hey, is this about patient safety or is this about you getting to your yacht on time? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Is this really, I'm not going to kill myself. And that's where, when I was in OR, I really, really had to finesse that line of multitasking where I had to learn the procedures and, be in three places at once. And a lot of times that meant like standing up to the doctors and say like, no, you're going to have to wait a couple minutes. Um, right. because left to their own devices, 
OR, they'll have you pulling up the entire x-ray staff to keep OR running smoothly. And I get it. There's pressure. Again, there's even pressures on the the flow of things that we're not necessarily going to understand. Um, can you remember, you mentioned it earlier, Geneva, Eddie, or John, can you remember a time that you royally screwed up in OR? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Shoot. Um, <laughs> I was just learning. I was just training to do vascular and cardiac surgeries. Um, so it was my first time doing a TAVR all by myself. Ooh. Um, What's TAVR stand for? First time transthoracic aortic valve replacement. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I know that one. I didn't, even, <laughs> I, I didn't know that one actually. I, we never did those. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, so it was with one of the doctors that he has a reputation for not being happy in his cases. It's always a vascular guy. And, yeah. It's always a vascular guys. And he was really old school and he was, you know, he just was very picky about his things. Um, so as an x-ray tech in that room, not only do you control the C-arm, you also control the contrast injection, the power mm-hmm. injector, power, power injector. injector. So I was so nervous. I messed up the power injector on the most important part of this. Of the, oh like, no, of this like on the run. Yeah, I like I press all the buttons right, but I think something messed up with the injector. That's what I'm. That's my story, and I'm sure <laughs> something messed up they with the power injector. Sometimes. Yeah, they do mess up. Yeah. So he was. He had already put the stent in. He already put the replacement in, and we had to shoot um, an angio to with the contrast, and <laughs> the stupid injector just did not go, and he chewed me out. Oh, that was the worst. That was the that was the worst. That's a rough I mean, feeling. I feel like that was the worst I've ever got yelled at. Yeah, and I've I was been like, I'm there. Not doing this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> and I, I've already laid out on the groundwork that I have a no apologies policy. But if I truly and genuinely screw up, I found maybe not even in the in the moment I'm going to say something for damage control. <laughs> you know, listen, <laughs> you got you got to go into survival mode. Um, <laughs> but maybe even afterwards, I've gone like, hey, you know what, hundred percent. That was on me. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to try my best to, to make sure that doesn't happen again and m- make sure I take steps to really fully understand it. Cause uh, a situation like that, you're new, you're learning, or mm-hmm. I did the same kind of stuff that you did. And it was usually just on those cases where you just, you see them once a month, once every other month, we didn't do a ton of vascular stuff. So every time we had to do vascular, I hated it. It was nuts. It was always yeah. like super duper. And there's so much stress to it too. Yeah. Cause I feel like those and spine surgeries, those are super critical patients. And yeah. it's just, there's so much to it. The doc's already stressed out. And when you mess up, that's the worst feeling ever. especially in those cases. I got a long list of times. I really screwed up in OR. I'll go with like my, my first screw up. It'll date me some, but that's okay. <laughs> um, it was a lap coli, which is short for laparoscopic cholecystectomy. <laughs> John, check me on that. Um, that's correct. <laughs> look, I like the confidence. John didn't even Google it. He just was like affirmative. I, I got that one down. Um, and well, you know, John's a smart one. Yes. Obviously. I mean, I, if he says that I believe it right away, I'm the beauty, uh, John's the brains <laughs> and Roosevelt has toxic megacolon. You sort of are the wild card. You'll throw in a, a quip here or there. Uh, that's what I like about you. Um, I'll throw in my first screw up. We were in that weird transition where the whole hospital had gone digital except for OR. They're like, Hey, let's make the hardest place in radiology. We'll keep them film. 
and yeah. we're doing a lap coley and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm like, heck yeah. Like I, I crushed it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got it's that easy. gallbladder. Yeah. People complain about this. I go in the dark room <laughs> and if you don't know, when you had film, you had to flash, you had to like basically ex- in the dark room, in the dark, expose with a special piece of equipment, expose the corner of the film uh, with patient identification, medical record number, DOB, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And in my frantic fury to, cause especially on a lap Coley situation. Now, most people do it. C arm. If you're lucky, it's sort of faster as an OR tech to just throw in and do mm-hmm. a KUB and then move on. But most of them do C arms now, but the whole case is waiting on you to decide if they can proceed. Cause they have to verify that they actually have the gallbladder and you know, you're working fast, you're working safely. I take the film out and I put it into the automatic feeder of the film processor and I realize, ah, crap, I totally forgot to flash the film. So I <laughs> strong arm the film, both hands, because it was already in the automatic rollers. Oh, and I, I completely pull it out and <laughs> I'm in a dark room, so pretty dark. And I'm like, oh, man, this film is really moist. Sorry for you ASMR people listening on headphones right now. <laughs> really moist. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's just started going. Nice. It's oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, cut that, John. Cut that. No, that was perfect. I love oh. that. That should be a new soundbite. Awesome. We might have to throw that into the intro. Um Moist. It was it was so I, I'm in there. I lose so many followers. Oh I can't wait for the analytics on this one. We got a huge drop off at the halfway mark. Um so next one's gonna be pictures of her feet. <laughs> <laughs> actually might give us an uptick we'll see um so i pull it out and i'm already fully committed to this i'm like well i've already screwed up whatever i've screwed up i might as well flash this bad boy so i put this soggy moist film back into the cassette i flash it throw it into its thing <sighs> i take a look at it and my goodness it is a stage five disaster. There are, it looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. There's just handprints and splash marks. And I go in there and I don't know if you know that feeling of walking into a room where you have to confess that you suck really, really bad. And everyone's about to find out just how bad you suck. I throw the film onto the light box. And as the film is traveling in the air, how would you bring it with you to clip on? Well, I mean, I I can't necessarily go in empty handed. I'd be like, yeah, some, something didn't happen. Processor error. uh, (laughs) We're going digital. I don't know what happened. Um, Uh, As the film is traveling in the air to the light box, I'm already, repositioning for the retake. So I'm like, I I'm already, and that, that was kind of my damage control was like, I screwed up. Here you go. Here's proof, but I'm already starting to work on the solution, which is a retake. And the surgeon comes around and to his credit, I think he saw the fear, the pain, (laughs) the complete terror in my every ounce of my being. And he goes, 
Uh, uh, I can see the gallbladder there. It's right to the left of your handprint. <laughs> and I go, I'll retake it. I'm ready to go. He goes, I think we're good. So somewhere on a medical record is <laughs> a lap Coley film <laughs> with my big handprint splash. And I don't know that it was a horrible experience. It was, it was downright traumatizing. And there's, there's few times, there's many times where, you make that mistake once. So from then on, I, I knew to have it together, especially when it came to lap coley's. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the surgeon, I mean, they probably do five or six a day. So it's just another routine thing. But for you, it's the oh. worst time of your life. Oh man. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what's crazy about the OR. It is kind of crazy how routine, even if you're at a higher end OR where they're doing some, you know, they're doing cranium is doing this. It is kind of crazy. I mean, I've seen some wild scenes in the OR. I've seen people, they're dancing, they're cutting up, they're they're doing some gnarly stuff. But um, anyone have any like crazy things you've seen in the OR? Anything like that stands out? Uh, there was one time where we were doing a um, a triple A, which is an abdominal aortic aneurysm. Oh, repair. look, you you beat me to it, <laughs> man. We're, we're getting good. <laughs> Um, and it was an we can label this case. episode OR Life, aka a study yeah. guide. Like you can maybe study this to pass the, the registry. No, yeah, just exactly. OR yeah. Life, aka operating room. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But yeah, this guy came in through the ER. He was crashing. They found out that his um, abdominal aorta was dissecting rapidly. Mm. His um, blood pressure was super low, so they brought him up to the OR to fix it. So as soon as we got up there, the doctor was already working on trying to stabilize him. So they, he wasn't even sterile. He was just trying to get a balloon up there to try and Oof. stop the bleeding. So then they wanted us there in x-ray because he was going to try to do it as less invasive as possible. So we're trying. he's trying to save this guy. And as he's working on him, you just see his abdomen just slowly <gasps> growing bigger and bigger and bigger. That means it's filling up with so, blood, right? Yeah. Ugh. So he had to, he tried so many things. He tried to put so many stents in and just wouldn't stop. And then he had to go consent with a family to make sure that it was okay to open the guy up. And they said, okay, everybody was prepping, putting booties on, putting extra um, gloves and everything on. Cause they were expecting a total mess. Sure. Yeah. And then they were grabbing everything that they needed to open the abdomen up. And only as soon as they put the incision in, all of this patient's bowels was coming out. There was blood on the floor. It oh was insane. That was the worst I've ever seen. But it was like a scene from Grey's Anatomy. It was like everything you would ever expect. Oh, my god! And the patient didn't end up making it, sadly. But that doctor, he tried everything he could for that guy. And wow. It didn't work. That was it, the craziest I've ever seen. And it's it's what you said there at at the end where the doctor tried everything, you get a really good idea of who a person really is when they start to have to really face adversity <laughs> in a real way. And some people I mean, rise to the occasion that. and some people crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, it's the fight or flight. Or yes. The stress, you know, on how they all handle the stress differently. So John, you, people you're crash an, and burn, but yeah, you're an RA award winning, uh, <laughs> let's see radical um radical. <laughs> world renowned world renowned ra you're in procedures you're sort of running the show no 
Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, for every everything we do, we have to be, you know, as kind of like when we're training some of our race students, that that's kind of the barrier we tell them to break is you, know, you got to stop thinking like a tech, and you got to start Ooh. thinking about what the procedure is and why you're doing something a certain way and why it needs to be done this way. And if you don't do it that way, you know, you're not going to get the same results or it's going to take you longer to get those results. We're going to have to do something yeah. again because you didn't do it the right way. Yeah. Cause we can kind of, um, as techs, so, we can get into that task oriented kind of mindset, which is like, I have to do this and then I have to do this. And I have to do this. And obviously you kind of have to know the why, but when you're running the show, you, you really have to know you have to troubleshoot and you really have to have a, a well-rounded understanding of the entire before, during and after. Right. So how do you deal? Uh, how, how do you, what's your mindset when you're in charge in a case? I don't really get too upset with anyone. And if they do do something wrong, I'll, I'll tell them afterwards or like tell them how, what they did and how, how to help them afterwards. Cause it doesn't help anything in the moment. You're trying to make a big scene in the moment because 98% of our patients are awake and they're right there. And that's, you know, not the time and place for it, but usually I'll like for pick lines. Example is a good one that you know, we, a lot of new techs or students that go through that are training. You kind of expect a person to have a, some basic knowledge of what they're doing, what they should expect to do and sterile technique before they're even scrubbed in for their first case. And so, you know, it, it can kind of make your eyes roll when someone does do something like basic. Um, yeah. They're screwing up something basic. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah you're like, I come, come on, you know, man. You know, this is, this is your 20th one this week with me. What are you doing? What are you doing? What <laughs> advice would you give? Cause you can translate this to OR. <clears throat> what, what advice would you give to text to like, to, to not make the same mistakes over and over? I think I like the most respect I'll, you know, I'll give someone is if they say before we even start, Hey, I'm training, you know, be easy on me. I'm like, all right, great. You know, I, I know kind of what we're getting into and, you know, I'm, I'll help you out through it. And, but if you're, if you're arrogant or cocky about trying to do something yeah. you're wrong, yep. and you want to know my then, trick? Yes. Let's hear it. In OR, I tried that. I would go to the doc and I'd go, Hey doc, this is my first time doing an ERCP. I don't even know what it stands for yet, but I'm going <laughs> to, they don't have Google yet. Take it easy on me. And in OR, usually didn't go over very well. <laughs> the, yeah. Usually well, I, mean, I was on the bullseye, but I sort of took your, your advice in a different way. I took sort of a more subdued approach instead of saying, Hey, I'm not really sure what the hell I'm doing in here. Take it easy on me. I would go, Hey doc. Hey, where's the best place for that monitor in the C arm? I went to more of a subservient kind of mindset where it was like, in reality, I have no idea where to put the monitor and the C arm, but I'm coming across. I'm kind of, kind of leaning into their ego and be like, Hey doc, where do you want it? And it, and when I kind of took that yeah, approach, act like you're catering to them and you pick up on, on what I've had a ortho doc actually tape the floor right where he put the C arm wheels to make sure I had the same shot every single time. And hey, I'm nice. like, that's fine. That's easy. I'll take me. it. Oh, please make sure you tape the next <laughs> one, one. Doc one thing in the or that, uh, right. Exactly. Uh, one thing in the or that annoyed me was when they would grab the C arm and move it themselves. Ooh. Oh, so annoying. 
you know, like moving around, you're like, it, it's locked. You're not going. Yeah, anywhere. yeah. <laughs> you're screwing it up. Or, <laughs> or now, you, now you just angled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're man. wagging when you should have wiggled. I That's rough. Yeah, I, I think nothing helps more than experience and repetition and then doing your homework yourself, you know, on right. just kind of knowing the basics. And I'm going to say this to all you youngins out there. Take some damn notes. I don't ever see anyone taking notes. No one's ever taking notes. You guys got tablets and phones. Write it on there. Or if you want to go real crazy, get out a pen and paper and write down, hey, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Here's how I do a pick line. Right. Well, and it's it's kind of funny. Like in school, x-ray school, you learn every single positions for x-ray. But they don't ever teach you. You know, you just get kind of like little basic for C arm, but they don't teach you about the procedures or why yeah, you're doing. You don't it get hands way, on until you're in hospital setting. Or, yeah, you usually get a couple of weeks up in OR as far as rotation, and then you're expected to be an expert. Come, you know, RTR right. time. <laughs> you're like, right. uh, that two weeks was two months ago or two years ago. Sometimes two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. So OR is a fascinating place, man. I I love it. I hate it sometimes. <laughs> it's yep. it's a it's just one of those places where you definitely have to come in prepared and if you screw up you got to learn from it. You can't you definitely can't keep exactly. repeating the same mistakes over and over. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah. Either way you got to do the job if you love it or hate it, so you might yep. as well do it good. Try not try not to avoid it. Just, you know, suck for those few weeks and It'll get better <clears throat> or it get completely chewed out. All right. So in you get kicked out and you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'll become really good at portables. Um, yeah. All right. So before we wrap it up, can, should we do a free clout shout out without Rose here? John, do you authorize it? Yeah. Eddie says, I yes. Think <laughs> I think we should do as many free clouds as we can. All right. Without having I think, and then he'll just have to uh, Doritos, Pringles, <laughs> uh let's Lays. see Gatorade uh, <laughs> all right let's be serious all right this week's free clout shout out this is just one of these things where we're trying to bring light to people out there in the x-ray world on social media or whatever even in real life uh that are just trying to spread the word shine light on a profession and i don't know about you guys eddie geneva john I know I'll answer for Roosevelt. He does. Do you guys mess with memes? Oh, yeah. You like yeah. look at them, share them. You ever sent like yeah. your significant other like, hey, look at this meme. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. <laughs> All day. I, I love him. This guy, his name is at this rad guy. I'm Loki is obsessed with this account. He's like a legit <laughs> meme guy. I've learned these meme guys and gals. They're pumping out like. Dozens of memes every single day. I don't know if this rad guy actually works because he's making a lot of memes. <laughs> I think he's a student. I think he's a student. I don't know. Um, but he's pumping out hilarious memes all the time. So if you want a legit x-ray dedicated meme page to follow, go and give some love to uh, uh, at this rad guy on Instagram. I don't know what else he's got, but I'm thumbing through his Instagram right now. And I'm like cracking up. 
I mean, I'm obsessed. It's they're like legitimately funny memes. They're and they they're all over the place to you. They're not some are uh, borderline inappropriate, but hey, listen, you we're in a stressful environment. Sometimes it's good to laugh. Uh, and they're they're mostly all X-ray related. So. They're like yeah, they're all X-ray related. Really, really good stuff. So free cloud shout out uh, at this rad guy on Instagram. Love him, legit. Uh, Eddie, Geneva, John, you guys rock. Thanks for sharing the knowledge. It's been fun. You do good too, one. sir. Go ahead and follow Cather underscore jockeys on Instagram. Rate, review, follow, slide into the DMs. Roosevelt's in charge of socials. He loves those DMs. Like Go ahead and subscribe. Like, subscribe. Oh, uh, donate. He's got some way. Has anyone given us money? Maybe. What would you guys do if you found out Roosevelt? Like they're donating hundreds and thousands of dollars on our, uh, <laughs> our the link in our bio. And he's like in Dubai right now. He's actually on his what private airplane. He's on a private airplane right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> they've been donating this it's whole like time. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think we have actually, I'm looking at it now. We have $4. Somebody donated $4. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you so they much. I can get a pretty good private airplane. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can do this right. Thank you so much for listening. You guys rock. Uh, <laughs> Cather Jockeys. Moist, moist, <laughs> moist, <laughs> moist, <laughs> moist. <laughs> OR, operating room, ERCP, <laughs> go ahead, give it to me. I've already forgot what it means. Stop it, retrograde, co and your pancreas, target. Nice. And we're out. John's going to wrap in the next one. And we're out. We're done. <laughs>